With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are going to go try to get our second guest in here. But uh, why Why I do that, uh, Dan, what, 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 what did you think of the conversation, my man? Well, I'm very familiar with his organization. I've, I've followed it for a number of years. Um, we don't necessarily um, uh, agree with everything. Uh, but yeah. there's a lot of common ground that we have. Um, I, I, I think we, we both agree that the, the debt from the Biden administration is going to be brutal and uh, it's going to be it's going to bring our economy really down. I just don't know how long it will take before the capital markets wake up and say, we're now 100 percent debt to GDP. And. Once we cross over that number, once it becomes more than a hundred, Jim, we become a developing nation. Yes, because of, because of the debt. So, I, I I am very concerned about it, and and I I think that um, as much turmoil as we have in the markets, we have in our economy, and we have in our government, and you know it's it's now coming up to three weeks that um, Biden's been president, and. And basically, uh, he still doesn't understand why 75 million people who voted for Donald Trump are not supporting him. <laughs> and he, and he's got he's got 10 or 15,000 National Guard troops in Washington to protect him. So that should tell him something. But where is where has he gone since he became president? Did you know? How many times he left the White House? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's he's he, he's done much. <laughs> he's, he left the White House two times. One, he went to Walter Reed, and we don't know why. Well, and then he went too. back to Wilmington. That but too. They count those as trips, so he's uh, not going anywhere. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> we have got uh, a Ari. Can can you hear us, my friend? Yeah, who's this? This is James Lowe. We had a uh, scheduled interview, so I was just giving you a call. How are you? Hey, how you doing? What's going on? We have got a uh, great guest with us today. Ari Hoffman is with us. He is the associate editor and Seattle correspondent for the Post Millennial, and uh, he joins us today here on our big program. We also have the great Dan Perkins with us as well, best-selling author, and of course our uh, regular compadre IQ Al Rizzoli. And um, so, Ari, uh, you have got a a lot of different things going on. Tell us. Uh, a little bit about th- th- this impeachment is uh, going on today. We've also got a regime change, social media censorship, military occupation. Uh, this sounds like democracy, doesn't it, sir? Yeah, it's a pretty fun day out there. I wouldn't really know <laughs> if I would call it impeachment. I'd more likely to be called political theater. Yes. But yeah, that's what we're watching on TV today. I mean, we know what the end result of this is going to be. So this just seems like a waste of everybody's time. If they don't want 
President Donald Trump to ever hold office again and then work against him at the ballot box like we saw how effectively they did that by bragging about it in a recent Time magazine issue where they talked about fortifying the election. So if you want to beat him that way, just do it that way. But this seems like a wasted effort that everybody knows how it's going to end. Uh, Dan Perkins, do, do you have any questions here for, for Ari while we have him here? I don't. I don't know if Dan can hear us. Dan, can you hear us, my friend? I don't. He changes. He he moved. He moved to his headset, and uh, yeah, he changed it. I I I, I don't think he can hear us. <laughs> um. Well, Ari, uh, t- tell us about your website and the post millennial and, and and everything else that's going on with you. Sure, post millennial covers all of North America. We cover a lot of Canada stuff, too, which a lot of other news agencies in America don't. So we go across the border. We cover everything that's going on, no matter how crazy it is. And you'll see a lot of reporting from us that you won't see from anybody else. I didn't see anybody except for maybe a small piece of Fox (laughs) News and Newsmax talk about the riots or, I'm sorry, the peaceful protests in Washington, D.C. this past (laughs) weekend. Didn't see anything about that. Nobody's covering that, but we're covering that. And we make sure that you get the news from us that you're not going to get anywhere else. Fantastic. Oh, wait, is that, does that mean you are in the alternative media? Oh, I'd say whatever you consider not the mainstream media, but yeah, that's what we try to do. People got a lot of choices these days. I like that we have a news buffet. Fantastic. Because that's there awesome. aren't many of you. There aren't many of you. That's the trouble. Yeah, well, that's why we're trying to be more of us. There needs to be more of us. There needs to be more voices. That's why I try and talk as often as possible. I think my wife says I talk too much, but, you know, I do what I can <laughs> to get the news out there. <laughs> James, do you mean... Please do me a favor later on. Will you send me a link? Yes, I will. I, I will get you all of his information. I, I, I will get that to you in email, because my friend. I'm sure he speaks my language. <laughs> very, very much so. Very much so. <laughs> Ari Hoffman with us today. AriHoffman.org is uh, his official website. Dan, can can you hear us, my friend? Or Yes, I can. Perfect, perfect. Because uh, I, I, I wanted to know if you had any questions here for Ari while we've got him. I, I did. I was, lis- I was listening to his comments, and um, I was struck about what he said about wanting more voices out there. Do you think that the the persecution of people's rights to t- express their own opinion is going to get worse than it is right now? A hundred percent. This is what happens when people feel threatened. Think about a wounded animal. It fights back even harder, and that's what's happening with the mainstream media right now. The reason they're trying to come down on everybody and censor them is because there's so many other places they can go. Forget the media for a second. Just look at TV with all the different streaming services that are out there. Look how far ratings have fallen. Look what happened to the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl had its lowest ratings since 2007. Now, there's a lot of contributing factors for that, but you got to look at the big picture. They are the main Mainstream media is a wounded animal right now, and they don't like that others are threatening their right to talk as they see it. They think they are the true arbiters of truth and justice in the American way, and that their their narrative is the only one that matters, and they're really threatened by the fact that so many other alternative media sources exist these days. Look what happened with the New York Post and social media. They Do wouldn't you... have gone that far to shut it down unless they thought it was a threat. Do you think that what we're also seeing it is a, a changing of the guard of influence from from traditional mainstream media to social media having a greater power. 
I think we're already there. I think we're already there because most people aren't buying the newspaper every morning on their way to work. They're looking at their phones and they're going to sources they want. And so a lot of them just get them through these apps that pull the sources they like. So they're reading one article from this and one article from that and another article from this. I mean, for example, the New York Post has the best sports section in New York. But, you know, some people don't like their headlines, but they'll read it for the sports section. Now they can get just the sports section without even buying the paper. We're already at a place where they can get the news wherever they want. Do they want to get it from Twitter? Do they want to get it from comedy shows? That's where we're at. That's what the new reality is, the new normal, I should say. So do you, do you see um, that, the, they're gonna, that the news media is going to have to get even more hostile? I don't think they should be getting hostile. I think what they should be doing instead is finding new ways to branch out. I mean, imagine for a second if the New York Times hired Ben Shapiro onto their editorial staff. You got to think about it that way. They should say, we're done having this one opinion. We're going to get somebody else there. I saw a great cartoon a couple weeks ago where it's a husband and wife sitting at the kitchen table and she says, honey, why is the paper so thin? And he says, because they're only telling half the side of the story. See, there's not room for difference of opinion these days. You have to buy into whatever the narrative is that these outlets want you to push. And one of the things I'm very fortunate about in working for the post-millennial is when I pitch them things, they're like, sure, go ahead and write it. And even if it's not 100% in the direction of the stories they usually go, they like differing opinions. And I wish more places were like that, and they'd get more viewership, more listenership, more readership that way. I, I, I write for 30-plus blogs all over the country. And um, I, I'm surprised because my publisher will send out a blog that I've written uh, at, at 8.30 in the morning and by 9 o'clock it's gone or sooner. And it's, you know, Clash Daily or it's, it's The Hill or, or, or many other sites are just like they're starved for alternative thoughts. And I'm not politically correct. I've never been politically correct. And I... I've been uh, quite vocal in terms of criticizing the mainstream media. And, you know, I, 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 I wonder how, these, how it's going to survive. I mean, I, I was going to say when you said Ben Shapiro working for the New York Times, I said, well, we need to go out and check and see if the, the lake in Central Park is frozen over because that's when it'll happen that Shapiro would ever write for the New York Times. I, I just can't see them. Um, I don't see them ever changing their spots. I see. Well, them. let me let me interrupt you for one second there. Don't forget, last week there was a whole blow up, and talking about Shapiro specifically, where he wrote for Politico for one day as a guest editor, and their newsroom went nuts. Other people read it, but their staff members are the ones who went crazy. And mm -hmm. look at the attention they got just over that. That mm -hmm. shouldn't have been news. That should have been this is what we're supposed to do. And instead, everybody went ballistic. Mm hmm. Right. It, it's it, it's amazing, you know. And I, 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 I look at I look at what's going on, and and I'm 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 trying to have intelligent conversations with people about the Constitution. And and for 25 years, I was a merit belt counselor for the Boy Scouts of America, and I did five major merit badges. One of them being citizenship in the nation, which was the study of the Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence in the Constitution. And um, so I have, I have a lot of experience dealing with the Constitution, and I'm 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 surprised at the pushback that I'm getting from people, uh, friends and neighbors, when we talk about this. How do you impeach? 
How do you impeach a person who is no longer president? How do you do a presidential impeachment of somebody who's not a president and expect it to be constitutional? And if you've got a process articulated in the Constitution that says if you're going to hold an impeachment trial, the trial judge is the is the chief justice of the Supreme Court. And the chief justice says, I ain't going to do this one. So right. there's, they don't care. There, there is a, a disdain, disrespect, uh, and trashing of the Constitution that has served our nation probably better than any other legal document uh, of any other nation around the world. Yet the Democrats seem to have no compunction about destroying it. Um, and I, and I, I find it, quite honestly, sad as a person who spent three quarters of a century in this country uh, growing up and seeing what happened to to see the, this incredible disrespect for law and the Constitution. It, it just, it's just amazing to me. Well, think about what's going to happen next. Eventually, the pendulum swings back. So now that they got rid of Marjorie Taylor Greene, who I think should have had her committees removed for her remarks, but I think the Republicans should have done it, that now what's going to happen is are the Republicans going to come when they're in power and say goodbye, Ilhan Omar, goodbye, Rashida Tlaib, goodbye, AOC? The precedent they have set is scary because the Democrats don't think four or five moves ahead. They think about the moment, and that is the precedent they have set for whatever the next cycle is. But I would, I would, I would say to you, um, I've thought about what you're talking about a lot. I haven't written about it yet, but I've thought about it, and I honestly believe Republicans just don't do those things. Now, maybe they're, maybe they will, but his, history has shown that the Democrats have always been the aggressor, and the Republicans have been the capitulators. I mean, theoretically, you could say. That if the if the House changes in 2020, and you have a Republican House, that they should impeach Joe Biden for the time that he was um, vice president of the United States, for what he received in compensation and 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 money through his son, but they won't do that. And the Republicans, you you're right, they should have re- removed her from her committees, but they didn't do it. They're not confrontational yet. And until well, I they think be- the problem is, yeah, they're por- pushing them into that. That's what I'm concerned about. They're pushing them into that corner. If you read that, art, that piece in Time magazine where they bragged about how they, I don't want to say rigged the election. Let's use their word. It fortified the election. And the New York Times, I'm sorry, the uh, Time magazine is not known as a right-wing organization. This is or people taking a victory lap and dunking because they can on the victory that they won. And what I'm concerned about is that the Republicans are going to look at that and go, this is our new playbook if we want to win elections again. Very possible, but but I, I, again, I I mean no disrespect of you, sir. I just don't see them having the the gonads to do that. I just don't see Republicans stepping up the plate and swinging the baseball bat. I don't I I don't see it. I I I think that if you look at what's going on in Congress, unless the American people throw the bums out, now there's another possibility which I have written about. I haven't written about it in in months, but I did write about it last year. What do you think about a convention of the states i would love to see it i think it's long overdue but at the same time is it realistically going to happen 
But for me, I'm going with what can we actually achieve right now? And I look at Seattle. I look at the city I live in, and I look how the entire place is overrun with socialism and how they have destroyed this entire city and the voters still haven't woken up. New York, I mean, sorry, Seattle looks like New York in the 1970s and 80s right now. That's a scary, scary thing that you have this jewel of the Pacific Northwest that was completely flushed down the toilet. And yet the voters keep voting for the same people and people who are worse every single election cycle. So do I want a convention of the states? 100%. Do I think it's likely to happen? No. So if you don't have a convention of the states, how do you muster the support from the Republicans to get a spine? Well, let's see what happened right now. They killed social media for us to get our message out. They're killing us on that. They took over the entire mainstream media. When we created our own media, they shut it down through Parler. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's not many options left, which is why I think they're going to resort to the tactics of the left, because they're going to be the wounded animal backed into the corner and have very few options left. Mm. Well, I would love to see Republicans fight. I really would. I would love to see them stand up and you know, I'm I'm really getting tired of this line. Can't we just get along? No, we can't just get along. We're going to have to fight for what we believe in, and uh, and I I hope that happens. But I'm I'm not I'm not convinced that it hasn't happened yet. And we've got a few people in Congress and in the Senate, but not not anywhere near the majority. Uh, and so I I don't know. I I'm less perhaps less optimistic that. Uh, we may have seen the best years of the United States of America. I think I, there's times I agree with you. I just hope you're not right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hope beyond hope that you're incorrect. Um, and I really wish we didn't have to resort to those tactics. That's not how I want to do this. You know, everybody wants politics to be like the West Wing. You know, everybody sits down, works out their problems, a little bit of drama here and there, but everybody works everything out. Politics isn't the West Wing. And unfortunately, I think more, we're more headed for a national divorce before we're headed towards any form of unity, as the president has asked for. And what do, what does that divorce in your mind look like? I'd hate to imagine it. <laughs> I don't know. But I know that one side has all the guns. Um, I, really don't, I really don't want to envision that. I hope we're not there yet. Are you surprised that more of the 300 judges that Donald Trump has appointed have not been called on to go after Biden's executive orders? I think that you're going to see that more in the coming days. I think that right now, as we discuss the political theater, I think everybody's attention is focused on that. It's not focused on the things they should be doing. And I think once this little honeymoon first hundred days period or impeachment or whatever is over, that's when you're going to see everybody start ramping everything up. I think that the first thing they're going to tackle is the Keystone Pipeline. I believe it was North Dakota that is already working on ways to circumvent and find ways, you know, any way they can to get the Keystone Pipeline back, given the fact that it costs 60,000 jobs between the U.S. and Canada. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, 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 it's interesting to me that, that uh, we, have a pre we have a president of the United States who, I wrote about this, who took 25,000 National Guard soldiers and nine-foot fences with concertina wire down Pennsylvania Avenue and Constitution Avenue to get him inaugurated. And there's still 10,000 troops in Washington because they're afraid of what might happen over the impeachment trial. And I'm looking at it, at, and, and the, the last Rasmussen poll, daily tracking poll that I saw for favorability rating is that Joe Biden is below 50%. 
Already. That was very yeah. quick. Yeah. When people have an armed occupation of a city, they don't like it so much. Look what happened in Seattle this summer, and that wasn't even the National Guard. That was Antifa activists. Amazing. So you live in Seattle? I do. I do. I'm getting ready to head on my radio show in just a few minutes, actually. <laughs> so what is, what is, what's going to happen to your city? I think it's going to hit rock bottom before anything gets better, and I don't know where rock bottom is. You would think that an armed occupation of a city would have been rock bottom, but for a lot of people it wasn't. And I don't know how much worse it gets. Eight percent of Seattle voted for Donald Trump. And I'm not saying Donald Trump is the be-all and end-all. I didn't vote for him the first time. I did vote for him the second time. But one of the reasons I voted for him the second time was just because the Democrats are so far off the rails. And I'm not sure how this recovers when you have one-party rule. This is what happens. Nobody's held accountable. The corruption, the crime, it is out of control. And I don't know how it gets better unless it hits rock bottom, and we still haven't gone there yet. Wow. And you don't know where rock bottom is. Wish I did. Wow. Amazing. Well, uh, as as we wrap up here with uh, w- with you, Ari, how, how do we how do we find you online and, and everything else, my friend? Thank you. I'm on all the social media platforms for now until they cancel me. But you can find me on Ari Hoffman Official on Facebook and Instagram. You can find me at The Hoffather at Twitter. And, of course, check out my articles at ThePostMillennial.com. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate the time. Thanks for doing this, my friend. Thanks for coming on. Anytime, guys. Feel free to call. Appreciate Thank it. You. Now, uh, we have got a, a little bit of time left here on our, on our big program. And um, so... IQ, listening to all this today, uh, what, what, what are some of your thoughts on, on what's going on? The depression of what is happening to America is really catastrophic. I mean, I feel depressed about it. Let's put it this way. And as Ori said, he can't, he can't even imagine where the bottom is. Well, I already think the bottom is already here. I honestly believe the only solution is for Trump to come back with the Patriots, a third party. Because as Dan said, the Republicans don't have the spine. They never had the spine to stand up. What do you think, Dan? Well, IQ, I I understand. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.